privacy. What are the key topics on privacy and banking today? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Brian Dean, Senior Vice President of Privacy at KeyBank. Brian, thanks so much for joining me. Good afternoon. Brian, just to start out, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at KeyBank and maybe a little bit about the institution as well for people that aren't as familiar with you. Okay, well, as you've mentioned, I am currently the Senior Vice President of Privacy at KeyCorp, uh, and I'm also the HIPAA officer. I've been in the privacy profession really since it began back in 1999 with the advent of some federal law called Gramm-Leach-Bliley. Uh, my current team is tasked with monitoring trends in privacy, both domestically and internationally, uh, and then we implement uh, customer-based solutions. Brian, privacy, it's a big term. But what does it really mean in the context of how you conduct business at Key today? Well, well, privacy is governing data collection and maintenance, sharing use and retention of that data. It, it's really different from the information security role. You know, information security tends to emphasize access control or keeping the bad guy out, whereas privacy's focus is: Do you need to collect that data? Is the data accurate? Uh, how long do we really need to retain the data? And then, of course, respecting how customers want that data to be used. What do you see as your top challenges today in maintaining the privacy of that data? Well, the biggest challenge really is maintaining a, a, a legally compliant program in light of the changing nascent privacy laws. I mean, to be successful, we must manage customer expectations while the highly visible data breaches, such as the... Uh, uh, 130 million uh, Heartland customer breach uh, recently, it, it really teaches us that nothing is bulletproof. The real challenge is maintaining privacy and to look at what data is being collected, who is collecting it, who has access to it, how long it's retained. It's limiting the data stores, which limits the privacy risk. Brian, what do you see as the biggest threats to privacy today? Well, again, I think it's the data breach or the loss of data. I mean, if you look at the Heartland example, you know, they've settled with MasterCard for a little over $41 million, with Visa for $60 million, and American Express for over $3.5 million. I mean, that's not to mention the, the pending civil suits. These are real dollars. So to be successful, privacy programs have to really leverage a multidisciplinary strategy to protect customer data. In other words, we need to align logical security and physical security, continuity recovery, vendor management, and privacy strategies to build a sustainable privacy program. So talk with us, Brian, about what you've done at Key. What is the bank doing to meet the challenges that you talked about and to mitigate the threats that you've just outlined? Well, we, we aligned our multidisciplinary functions organizationally so that we can manage the same priority queue. This better enables us to align the strategies to address these threats. It helps us when we support and when all the support areas work from the same playbook, and it keeps our program nimble. Now, we talk about privacy at Key, Brian. Give us a sense of what type of a, of a landscape we're looking at. How big is the organization, and how many customer accounts are we talking about? Well, you know, Key, Key is a large regional bank. It's the 12th largest bank in the nation. We have about uh, $95 billion in assets. Uh, we're in over 26 countries. Uh, with a 13-state domestic footprint. So a sizable bank, therefore, uh, the bad guys out there were also a sizable target. Sure. 
when you look at trends that involve privacy in terms of legislation, uh, future threats, other solutions, what are some of the things that are most on your mind these days as a privacy officer? Well, legislation will continue unabated in the near future. You know, threats are on the increase, uh, including international threats, and those who are perpetrating the crimes will continue to use more sophisticated techniques, more coordinated packs. So, for example, today, it's not uncommon for a well-orchestrated attack to glean large quantities of sensitive credit card information and then to perpetrate the fraud within minutes of the breach. So solutions will need to be better coordinated as well. And industries will need to consider working together against these threats. Uh, you can see this in banking today. Uh, banks will collaborate and, where possible, share threat knowledge to limit the overall industry to the risk. If you could boil it down to just a single piece of advice regarding privacy for consumers and businesses alike, what would you tell them? Well, you can't boil the ocean, so it's really a risk-based approach. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, social engineering, uh, hack kits, disgruntled employees, and even inadvertent data loss, these all pose a significant risk to both consumers and to business privacy. You know, we can limit the risk uh, by limiting the data that we collect and as consumers, limiting the data that we provide. You know, if you recall, just a couple years ago, businesses would routinely capture social security number with no legitimate reason. In today's regulatory environment, just having SSN stored could result in a costly data breach. So in short, if the data isn't needed, don't collect it. And if you're a consumer, don't feel bad questioning while certain data elements are being collected. You know, sometimes less is a better strategy. So if you limit the sensitive data, you limit the risk. Brian, that's great insight. I appreciate your time and your thoughts today. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. We've been talking about privacy. We've been talking with Brian Dean of KeyBank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.